Yeah, welcome everybody. Welcome to the Holland Highway. Yeah, you feel good. Yeah. Uh, hey everybody, welcome to uh, the Harland Highway. It's me. Guess who? No, go ahead. Guess. You can't figure it out, can you? It's me, Harlan Williams. Names right in the title of the show. Thanks a lot. Wow. Harlan Williams, the Harlan Highway. Hello, winning. All right, don't know what what that meant, but uh, this show is winning today. Special guest today, all show. Uh, hilarious, funny. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna like this guy. You've heard him before. I'm not gonna tell you who it is. Okay, you didn't guess my name at the beginning. I'm not gonna tell you who the guest is. All right, you're just going to have to put your Sherlock Holmes hat on and figure it out. And do it quick, because here we go. You are on the Harlan Highway! Welcome to the Harlan Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harlan Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harlan, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Hey, everybody, this is Harland, Harland Williams, and uh, you are on the Harland Highway. What a show I have tonight, and uh, I dragged out the sh part because I I don't even know why. It's just the way I feel. I'm excited about my special guest in the studio. We've had him here before. He's actually one of the faves, if not the fave, on the whole Harland Highway Love having this cat here. He's a comedian. He's an actor. He's hilarious. He's smart. He's witty. He loves granola. His name, ladies and gentlemen, and I've learned to get it right, it's Justin Schlegel is here. Justin, did I do it right? Spot on, friend. Spot on, except I have a granola allergy. Damn it, damn it. My nipples lactate bone marrow if I eat one sweet and sunny halty bar. Well, you better not get around any hyenas because they love the bone marrow. Ooh. Yeah. Do they? Oh, yeah. They, they, the hyena has the like most powerful bite, I think, next to a crocodile or alligator, and they actually get like zebra femurs and bite them open and eat the marrow inside. That's like how the, powerful their jaws are. The so Animal watch your Kingdom's nipples. version of the fat kid that just can't wait to get to the cream and the Twinkie, so yeah. he sinks in, pulls that sweet cream out of the middle. Oh, God. Marrow's gross. Do you yeah. have marrow? You probably have marrow in your uh, bones, right? Have you ever had anybody cook with marrow? Uh, no. Have you? I had a dish. Someone prepared a dish with marrow. I think it was like a beef bone, a very large beef bone. They cut it off the two ends, segmented it, and they roast the bone marrow, and you take this small, it almost looks like a little what? melon ball type spoon, and you scoop it out of there. It's seasoned and all that. It's like a pate almost. Wait, give me the name of the person that prepared this dish for you. It was a Jonathan Schollenberger from Bowie, Maryland. Oh, oh, wait. 
Was he a great big fat person? You were eating at Hannibal Lecter's house, dude. Nobody cooks bone marrow. That's what cannibals eat. I wondered why I was the only guy there. It was a table for one in a well, and he kept squirting lotion at me while I was eating the free bread, waiting for the bone marrow, which, mind you, only thing on the menu. Only thing. It was a choice between bone marrow or a skin suit. <laughs> you were eating. How is dinner in the well? Is it hard to talk in a well, like casual dinner conversation because of the echo and stuff? Can I get, get, get some, some, some bread, 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 down, 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 here, 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 here. where, where, where are, 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 the, 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 this barrel, barrel is delicious. So how's your dad? Good, good, good. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Oh my God! Well, good. I'm I'm sorry I got that wrong, but I got your name right, and uh, we are we're gonna kick it off, man. Welcome back. Love so to glad have to you be here. Back. So windy out tonight. It's windy. Yeah, it's uh, Casa it's, Casa del Williams. Yeah, it's very windy outside the studio today, um, and uh, you know things blow around. Have you ever been hit by something blowing around on a windy day? I've never been hit by anything blowing around on a windy day, but. In my car six years ago with a girlfriend on yeah. the road uh, during, like, a really windy-type rainstorm, a guy's hubcap popped off and, like, a Ford Fairlane Ninja Star flies up and just wedges itself in the windshield, shattered the windshield and stuck itself in. Okay, so let me get this straight. You were in your car with your girlfriend. It was blowing. Blowing hard. I think hard. that's all I need to know. Okay. That's all you need. And something Mario popped off, he said? Something popped a off. A hubcap? Hubcap from another car popped off. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Three bounces trace for the Spanish listeners. Crunch right into the windshield. Wow. <laughs> Three Nissan bounces and you're out. 92. Unbelievable. Um, let's get going, though. I got important questions to ask you. Ask. Ask uh, away. I got to know, because I know you love music. What is your favorite 80s song, buddy? Oh, my favorite 80s song. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, probably Stop the World and Melt With You. I love there's one song, there's one lyric in there, there's one moment in that song that I love. It's my favorite part of that song. And he goes, uh, what does he go? He goes, um, I stopped the world and melt. And, and then he goes something like, Never really, never realizing it had long gone by, or something. What's yeah. that? What's that yeah, line? Yeah, I stopped the world and I went to. I've seen some changes and it's getting better. Yeah, uh, never. Re- something about starting the race, never realizing the race had long gone by. Yeah, yeah. Like he was waiting for the starting gun, never yeah. realized that the race had long gone by. Either that or 99 Luftballons. Oh, my God. I love that song. How and good is the that? German one, right? The German one. And the video where she's got the hairy armpits. Yeah, where she's got the real nasty furry oh. cave troll hanging out underneath the, uh, the bicep. Me oh. and my buddies fell in love with Nana because, you know, at, at the time when that song came out, 
you know, we are in a world of like, uh, you know, Cindy Lauper's and Madonna's and all the 80s girls with the primped hair and tons of makeup and baggy clothes and, and she jewelry. she Joan Jett kind of look to her. She yeah. looked like a little dirty, a little grungy. Yeah. She was like Mach 3, Schmach 3. We're going to yeah. let this undergrowth pour yeah, out. Yeah, she was just natural, you know. She just seemed like a real natural woman. She didn't care about all that showmanship crap. She was just... She oozed like kind of a sexuality and no a sexiness. Shit. Hold on, that might be Hold her. Hold on, is that... Wait. Is that Nana? Hold on. What? I'm afraid to answer it. Oh, God, who's it say? Is that Captain Lou Albano from the 1980 I think, look, I'm looking at the caller ID. That's Nana, Nana from uh, yeah. 99 Luft Balloons. That is. That is 99 Luft Balloons. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. I'm don't not going to answer don't, it. Don't, 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 don't. Do you think she's bugged this place? Don't turn around, but there is a red balloon in the window. Oh, my God. Oh, God. 99 phone rings. I'm ignoring everything because it's her and I. There's a line in um, that song. If, if, did you ever hear the English version? Yeah, where it's, it's pretty apocalyptic. I mean, they're singing about the end of the world in that song. Yeah, and there's one line in that song that I love. Um, she goes... If I could find a souvenir just to prove that I was here. I love that. It's such a simple lyric, but if I could get a souvenir just to prove that I was here. Why does that, why does that move ask, me? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic wasteland. Mad Max is roaming the desert. Thunderdome is off in the distance. He finds a relic. He holds it up in his hand. He says, Harlan Williams was here. I ask you, friend, what is he holding? A bottle of relish. <laughs> Did you say you said relish, right? I said he holds a relic. Oh, I thought you meant because I do make relish. S- I make homemade relish. Did you know that? That's why I thought where, where you're going with this. No, I was, I, well, if you make homemade relish and it's properly jarred and properly sealed, then it could possibly it could last. Stand. And the relic he picks up could be my relish. He could be like, this has got a real nice pickle to vinegar content. It's sweet, but not too sweet. I'd put this maybe on a. Maybe on a Cuban sandwich, maybe on a nice dog as I watch a baseball game. This reminds me of the late, great Harlan Williams. That's great. He goes, look at my relic, relish. Look at my relic, relish. Relic look at, brand look at relish. my relish, relic. Look at my relish, relic. Do you relish this relish of I have of a relic? I could leave behind by accident a post-apocalyptic, the very first tongue twister. It could be like seashells, seashells by the seashore, but it's like... Mad Max found a relish relic on the wreckage or something, he, right? It's the beginnings of a new tongue twister. He wrecked as he relished his relic of relish. Oh, oh boy. I, I'm not even going to try. Not only am I not going to try and say that three times, I won't even try to say it two times. Don't even do it once because you, oh. will, you will get TMJ. Do, don't oh. do it. Now, let me ask you, why is I'll Stop the World, speaking of uh, post-apocalyptic, stopping the world, why is that your favorite 80s song? That is just the one that, like, when it pops up, I just immediately just turn it up. It's either that or, and I like 99 Luft Balloons. These are just ones that just bring up, like, good memories as a kid. Um, anything Bon Jovi. Anything Jovi. Um, but wait, wait. No, no, no. You're getting ahead of me. Why that song? What about, what about I'll Stop the World? That, you, that was your first choice. I got to know, what is it in that song? Is it the beat? Is it the rhythm? Is it the lyrics? D- is it a point it was, in your life where something special happened? Why is that song your favorite? Uh, you know what Why it is? Why won't you tell the listeners? Maybe there's a secret behind it. 
Can you tell us the secret, please? You're on the Harlan Highway. Please share. God. There comes a time in every young boy's life where yes. he begins to explore himself with okay. his hands. Okay. And oh. every now and then, that young man tries to create an ambiance around him where people won't hear things occurring. Okay. And maybe, maybe, you know, hey, you know, you, you, know, you no, wanted it, you're getting, um, Williams. You, you know. wanted it, you get it. Okay. <laughs> And there, when my dad busted through the poorly locked door, and he heard the, hey, I'll stop the world, and I'll melt with you, and he flicked the light on, and what did he find? What did he find? Justin, sans pants, sucking applesauce off his own toes, exploring my body. Mott's chunky cinnamon applesauce. That's when I knew how to love myself. That's when I knew to be proud of my ever-changing body. I'd stop the world. And melt with you and suck chunky applesauce off of your big toe. Not the pinky toe. Why? Because that's weird. Wow. I get it. I get, okay, okay. That's what happened. I, right? I should have just you left what? well enough alone. Yeah, you cracked but, open that Pandora's yeah. box of emotion. Yeah. Had wow. That I can never listen to that song again. I'd stop the no, world no. and suckle applesauce stop off your toe it. with you. Stop it. I've seen some changes. Motley it's Getting applesauce off of your toe with my mouth. I gotta change the subject really fast. Don't you consider doing that? No, listen. Okay. Who likes sex more, men or women? I'm Come gonna on. go with guys. Really? For the most part, yeah. Really? Yeah. See, my life you? experiences. I used to think that, but I, I felt like I feel like as I've gone through life, I, I feel like women can be just as needy and horny as a guy, and sometimes even more uh, kind of scheming and uh, they manipulative. Can be, but I think guys have a tendency to enact and actually get at it more so. Where a woman can do a good job of internalizing it ah. and fantasizing it, and maybe using it as a manipulative measure to get a guy to do something, Yeah, a guy will full on like, hi, I'm Jerry, you're Brenda. May I see your vagina now? I'd like to see your vagina. <laughs> Can I? No? Okay, I'll be in the woods. <laughs> yeah, but meanwhile, a woman's like, it is very nice to meet you. I had a fantastic evening, and I'll call you tomorrow. Meanwhile, girl voice in the head, I want to see his balls, but don't say anything. <laughs> I want to see his cinnamony radishes, but make him wait. Show him your vagina. Don't show him your vagina. If he asks, act disgusted, even though you want to show it to him. Can I see your vagina? Good Lord, no. Show it to him, but don't show it to him. (laughs) That's her inner monologue. Is that the vagina monologue? The The inner vagina monologue? Reach into your underwear and pull out a handful of sweet homemade relish (laughs) and scare him. (laughs) Say, sample. This vaginal relish. Don't don't pull my homemade relish into your sex fantasy, please. Um, well, on that uh, on that note, let me ask you this, okay? Scenario, okay? Okay. If you were to crash on an island, like let's say a plane or a boat or something, right? And there's three hot girls and you, and there's one other guy, okay? And you know you're going to be there for a long time. It's one of those castaway scenarios. But you have company, an extra guy and three girls. Right. Do you off the guy? Do you Lord of the Rings the guy, Lord of the Flies the guy, or do you keep him around? Oh, keep him around. Really? Now, oh, why? Oh, keep him around. Keep him around because he's going to be able to split the duties with you, okay? You feel like offing that guy because you have three delicious chalupas that you're going to be smanging. That's smashing and banging. That's a combination yeah. of both. 
But you keep him around, you split the duties. One day you get firewood. One day he fishes. One day he makes the ah. batch. The next day you climb to the top of that rock in the distance and try and signal for help. And if you're by yourself, yeah, it's going to be great for about a week or so when you go ahead and dip in your wick and all those three girls wax, but you're not going to be able to satisfy them after much longer. Right. You need him there. So it's, he's, there. A, he's a survival tool oh, to yeah. you. Oh, absolutely. Wow, he's a tag okay. team. Oh, yeah, he's the animal to your hawk and the road warriors. You need that. But what if he, uh, what if he starts uh, kind of, you know, if you get into that kind of tribal mentality, that Lord of the Flies mentality, and what if he tries to kind of become the uh, tribal leader, so to speak, and he's the only one that allows privileges with the women and stuff? Are, are you worried about that? Smash him in the head with a coconut, but not enough to kill him, enough to give him a severe learning disability. Oh, severe. Right. So he's Tour. like your island tard. Exactly. He's itard. Yeah. Okay. Itard. Yes. He's, Doesn't Apple make one of those? The an new itard. itard. Yeah. There's an app for that. I, he's itarded. He just has a big apple symbol on his head while he screams about apples. No, you have him with you. He becomes your little good man Friday. Yeah. And then th- that's even better. You do that the minute you get there, regardless of whether or yeah. not he tries good. to. Good, okay. Smash him in the back of the head yeah. with a copper pipe. He can enjoy the fruits of their vaginal bounty, but he can still whoop a campfire. Yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, good. I love it. What will your uh, final words be on your deathbed? Mr. Schlegel. Is that loaded? Nice. Let's move on. Perfect. Perfect. Is that loaded? Wow. Yeah. That'll be it. (laughs) See, again, you didn't miss a beat. That'll be it. You've thought this through, haven't you? I've had my dad in a nice scotch bender standing over top of me going, you weren't planned. You weren't planned. (laughs) And then he spins the the barrel in that thirty-eight caliber stub-nosed revolver. He says, you ever seen the deer hunter boy? Put this red headband on. I get to be walking. You're Mow. Mow. Wow. Mow. That's a great answer, man. Wow. Is that thing loaded? Did I ever tell you the hot dog story with my dad? No. What? I never told you this. What is it? What? No, please. I mean, we've talked about relish. What goes better with relish than a hot dog? Please. But not this hot dog. Oh, God. Harlan, it was a night not unlike a night like tonight, this night that we're experiencing this very night. It was windy outside. It wasn't rainy, but it was windy. Okay. Full moon in the distance. It's about 2.35 in the morning. It's a Wednesday. I have school the next day. My dad's been out at a bowling tournament all night, and he hasn't returned at his normal 9 p.m. time. I made my brother and I dinner. What do we have? Bagel bites. I gave him 10. I got 5. That night, I hear the door creak open. Uh My dad... Standing in the doorway, I can smell the scotch 12 feet away, thick and heavy in the air as it dances across his taste buds. Wow. He makes his way towards the edge of my bed. He sits down. He brushes the hair away from my face. I'm awake, but I'm acting like I'm asleep. How old are you? It used to be over. I'm 12 at the time. Okay. I'm getting nervous. He reaches into his shirt pocket, where the pocket protector would be, where a pen, maybe a marker... Oh, no. And he pulls out a fully cooked but room temperature ballpark frame and proceeds to rub it back and forth across my lips. Get out. He did it for the better part of two to three minutes, and I have to act like I'm asleep. He puts it back in his pocket, lets out this long, soul-stirring sigh, stands up, walks to the doorway, and it's a second sigh. Walks into his bedroom, goes to sleep. To this day, I've never brought it up 
Okay. Your let, listeners let are the me first break people this down. This. Let me break this down. There aren't support groups for people that have been through this. <laughs> if he'd have had sex with me, that would have been more normal. I could talk to people about that. There's okay. nobody I could talk to about tubes of processed pork being rubbed across my grocery hole. We're going to talk about it right now. Here's what happened. As you said, I'm going back in time. You pretended you were asleep. When one pretends they're asleep, their eyes are shut. That was not a ballpark Frank. It needs to be a ballpark Frank. <laughs> oh, you, poor, you poor boy. It needs to. Either, oh, it, it, needs. Was, either it was a ballpark Frank. Or my dad had had sex with a hot dog vendor that night. Okay, dude, that it was. You said it was room temperature. It was kind of semi-warm. Room temperature, cylindrical right. in nature. Okay, your groin area is probably the warmest area on your body next oh, to your God. armpits. Son, you need some counseling, and I am going to give you a bottle of relish. <laughs> that is the most bizarre story ever. It was horrible. At any point, did you open your eyes? I did. No, here's the thing. As I was lying on my side like this, he sat here and just withdrew. I know for a fact it was a hot dog. How? How? Because I had, I kind of had the eye crease But it was dark. It was in a dark room. But he was holding it, his hand, unless he had a detachable hobgoblin, okay? (laughs) Unless he had a removable Velcro breakfast link. This was... A hot dog. You must have been able to smell it, right? I smelled. I we yeah. we grew up on hot dogs. Okay? Yeah, and and not the good kind too. We never had buns. We always had to fold the white bread. Really white trash. Yeah, yeah. Okay? We ate Wonder a lot bread. of soup yeah. out of hubcaps. And he, sure enough, at some point in his night, he ordered a hot dog or ordered too many hot dogs. And he said, "You know what? This one's coming home with me, sir. Do you need a bag for that? No, no. it's going in the pocket. Yeah, who right do I know that likes hot dogs? Bick. Yeah. yeah, right here, besides the old click-click, okay? Yeah. Who do I know that loves hot dogs, my firstborn? Wow. Maybe I'll leave it in the fridge for him, or maybe, just maybe, I'll rub it back and forth, his paragraph dispenser, in the middle of the night, while I sigh and exhale thick granddad whiskey breaths. Well, let me, let me create another scenario that isn't quite so creepy. How about this? You were his oldest boy, yes, right? Yes, his firstborn. A father loves to take his boy to the ballpark. That's a bonding thing. Maybe he was feeling melancholy or sad that his boy wasn't with him at the game. And he's like, you know what? I wish my kid was at the game with me, eating a hot dog, watching the Yankees or the Orioles, doing what kids and fathers do in America. I'm drunk. I got to go home and I got to just somehow rub this experience off on my on my son. And I'm taking a ballpark, Frank, and he's asleep. He'll never know. But I'm going to rub the wiener on his lips and I'm going (laughs) to kind of be crying a little bit. And I'm going to sigh because I'm sad and rub, rub, rub. (sighs) Oh, that's my boy. I wish he was at the game with me. (sighs) But he had just gotten back from a bowling tournament. So it wasn't even a okay. Now no. I'm really worried. Yeah, there was, there was no reason for him to, to have taken that hot dog, <laughs> and rubbed it back and forth across my face. To this day, he doesn't know that I know, and wow. I have waited for the window to bring it up. Why did you rub that hot dog wow. on my face when I was twelve? He never hit us, rarely ever cussed. Yeah. All right. He drank from time to time, but for the most part. He flew straight and narrow, but one night, 
the train came off the effing tracks. I'm wondering if it did you do you remember being asleep after Thanksgiving? Like do you ever remember like a giant turkey drumstick rubbing around on your cheeks or on your face and your eye socket? My brother insists that my dad emptied the contents of a chicken and cheese hot pocket directly onto his face. Wow. He insists that he took it fresh out of the crisping sleeve, the crisping sleeve. Yeah. Gave it a real good squeeze, like you're at the life end of a tube of toothpaste, and gave him a real good, I love you. <laughs> Chicken and cheese. Chicken and cheese across the brow. Wow. I, I just got to stop for a moment here and say, uh, you know, out of all the Harland highways, out of all the interviews, out of all the bits, this is by far probably the oddest, weirdest story yet that kind of leaves one a little bit baffled uncertain what to say, what, where to go with it, how to take it, mystified, a little nervous, but somehow amusing as hell. Unbelievable. It's the weirdest, wackiest story ever. Do you, do, would you like another one that he told me that he knows he told me? It's brief. It's oh, a little. Oh, we got it. If you, I, okay. Now, can this one top the rubbing wiener in the middle of the night? To some people it will, to some it won't. It's not as spooky, Please. but this is a story about how my dad completely hit Control-Alt-Delete on all parental authority Bring from it. the age of Let's 17 on. It. We got to hear it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, put the brakes on. Not so fast, okay? I think after that intense story, that, that nerve-wracking uh, weird psycho two Norman Bates like freaky I need to take a shower story I I think we have to call that a cliffhanger okay he he says he's got another story in the chamber okay I'm not sure that you guys can handle another story like that the midnight wiener rubbing on my face story uh, it's just too much to handle. So what I'm going to do for the first time in Harland Highway history, I'm plugging in a cliffhanger. Okay? I know you want to hear the next story. I don't know if it's good, if it's bad, um, but you know what? You're going to have to wait till next time. <laughs> You're like, you bastard, you bastard! I'm getting off the Harland Highway. No, you're not getting off the Harlan Highway because we will send people to your homes. We know where you live. We will wait till one minute before midnight, and we will send them in to rub fresh hot dog wieners on your mouth while you're asleep. So I don't think you're going anywhere, are you? (laughs) My thanks to Justin. I promise we will uh, be back. I'll tell you what, why don't we pick this up? at the uh, the same time next week, okay? So uh, the same day, same time next week, we'll finish up our interview with Justin uh, Schlegel. More laughs, more giggles, and don't forget, as always with Justin, we will be doing the Harlan Williams Harlan Highway Nature Quiz. Uh, Justin's gotten pretty good at it. Let's see if we can stump him this time, and let's uh, let's listen in on more of his incredible stories, <sighs> or therapy stories, uh, 
in a week from now, okay? Fair is fair, a cliffhanger, there you go. So uh, that brings us into the end of the show, sadly. I know, I know it hurts, it's not fair, but uh, let me let let me fill you in on where I am going to be so you can be there too if you need to be. Mr. B? Um, okay, uh, next week I will be in Michigan. I will be in Royal Oak, Michigan, which is right around the Detroit area at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle, okay? It's going to be Thursday the 19th, Friday the 20th, and Saturday the 21st, Royal Oak, Michigan. And I'll tell you what, folks, I've only played Detroit once in my whole career, and that was about 15 years ago. And they were killer fans, killer audiences, and for whatever reason, just the way life takes you, I've never been back up to that region. So I am really looking forward to getting back into Detroit. Hope you can come out and see me. And, uh, you know, if you're just across the border in Canada and Windsor or Sarnia or Chatham, pop on over, pop on down and see the kid. If you need the information, go to harlowwilliams.com. You can hit me up at uh, at the website. Just look on my stand-up schedule, and all the ticket and showtime information is there. You can reserve if you need to. Don't forget you can get the Harlan Highway at stitcher.com. They have a free app for your cell phone. And don't forget harlowwilliams.com merchandise store where you can get dvds radios hand-drawn t-shirts that's right i hand draw them they're one of a kind uh nobody else has one okay because i'm all about originality so you can go there and look there my book the things you don't know you don't know is on sale that comes autographed if you want one and uh this is great man uh, great interview with Justin, and as I said, next week we will pick it up again, the second half of the Justin Schlegel interview. I want to thank Justin for being here today, and most of all, I want to thank you guys and girls and men and women and fetuses and people with clubbed feet for being here. Uh, hope you had a great time. And uh, until next time, my friends, chicken chow main baby. Nine to nine.